food in your home to last for weeks or months? That's why the smart move is to secure your family's personal supply of the most reliable emergency food you can buy. Having at least four weeks worth of food is not a luxury. It's mandatory. If you don't want you and your family to end up in this situation, go to 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button at the top of the page. That's 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. It starts with the truth. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is Just Informed Talk Radio, where we are not ashamed of the gospel because it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes. One thing, I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind and design this right to explain it to time. All I know, time is a valuable thing. Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings. Watch it count down to the end of the day. The clock takes life away. It's so unreal. Didn't look out below. Watch the time go right out. Welcome to another Just Informed Talk radio show. I'm your host, Craig James. We have co-host Nick No joining us today. It is Tinfoil Friday. I hope you guys are ready. We're going to be diving down the rabbit hole, taking the red pill. And today is an interesting one. We're kind of going back to about 24 years ago, 23 or 4 years ago, depending on what today is. I'll have to figure that out. But 9-11... We're going to be talking about, I know this is a topic that, you know, has been talked about a lot, but it's worth understanding, I think, in more detail because there's a lot of information that people uh, know, and then there's a lot of information that people don't know, and we're going to try to put all of the pieces together, including some rather uh, interesting theories about why 9-11 happened. See, because once we get through all the details of, you know, what happened that day, we're going to talk about why it happened, what may have been the motivations secretly pushing that event to take place. And uh, it's going to be an interesting episode. I hope you guys are ready for it. But we have other news we're going to try to get through really quickly before we get into that. Uh, because as always, there is breaking news that we have to stay on top of. So we're going to try to hit on some news stories first. I have a new video out from Greg Reese talking about the CIA and how they have admitted to instigating war with Russia. And uh, But before we get into anything else, I'm going to keep playing this clip, Nick, until you know I'm, I'm basically incapable of doing it because President Trump is warning us about what is ahead, I believe, when he gave this speech not too long ago, about a week ago, he gave this speech in Nashville, Tennessee, and he talks about the true threat to the American Republic. Listen to this. This time, the greatest threat is not from the outside of our country. I really believe this. It's from within. It's the people from within our country that are more dangerous than the people outside. We can handle China. We can handle Russia. 
We can handle all of them if you have a smart leader. But the inside people are very dangerous. They're very sick people, in my opinion, in many cases. They're sick. This time. So the real threat, according to Trump, is from within and not outside of our uh, borders. And that couldn't be more true, especially when you go back and understand what's happening with not what happened with 9-11, which we're going to dive into right today, uh, Nick. We're, we're, we're definitely going to be diving down the rabbit hole. Give give the people out there a little preview before we we uh, dive into our, on the things we're going to be covering with regard to 9-11. Yeah, Craig. So, you know, you, as you know, I, we were researching further. We both researched this extensively uh, over the last 20 years, both of us have. And we started to look for a few things. You know, basically, we knew about some gold that was buried underneath underneath the World Trade Center. It was held under there. And that gold had uh, gone missing, and the FBI never found it. Um, you know, and uh, so I started researching, finding, trying to find more information about that. And the more I look, the more it becomes evident that it wasn't just an attack on our country. It it was a cover-up operation. They moved many things that showed crimes that had been committed in, in the past all the way up to that point, and they moved all of the evidence over to the trade centers, and a lot of evidence of crimes had been destroyed. And we're going to be talking about what that evidence is. There's a little uh, bit of the why, and you know, it's amazing that all that evidence just disappears or was destroyed, yet, you know, we just find magically passports of hijackers sitting on the streets. Uh, you know, it's just an interesting thing how that all happens. But with that being said, um, you know, I want to get into some stories here. First, let's listen to Joe Biden and his so, – so we're talking about NATO and Russia and Article 5 being triggered – and this is a video that the White House just put out not too long ago uh, talking about what it would look like if America has to come and activate Article 5 of NATO. So here's Joe Biden. Let's listen. An attack on one is an attack on all. That's what NATO's Article 5 says. It's a simple but powerful concept and it embodies why one of America's greatest sources of strength is our alliances. They're not only important to us, they're important to the rest of the world. In the entire history of NATO, Article 5 has only been invoked once to stand with the United States of America after we were attacked on 9-11. The whole world knows if any adversary were to attack us, our NATO allies would have our back. And they know we would have their backs as well. And that's why what the former president said was so dangerous. He said he would encourage Russia to, and I quote, do whatever the hell they want, end of quote. A statement heard around the world. It does nothing but encourage bad behavior. After Putin's most fierce opposition leader, Alexei Navalny, died in a Russian prison last week, the former president, Trump, and other Republicans refused to hold Putin accountable for his death. Instead, Trump said Navalny's death made him realize how bad America is. He said, and I quote, we are a nation in decline, a failing nation, end of quote. Why does Trump always blame America? Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Why can't Trump just say that? Putin's responsible. We have to stand up to Putin and pass the national bipartisan bill, the national security bill, supporting Ukraine as they defend themselves against Putin's vicious onslaught. The Senate's already acted. It's time for the House to act now because the votes are there. The Speaker needs to call a vote and abide by the will of the House. 
A clear majority supports what the Senate supports. So we can stand with Ukraine and send them the supplies they need to defend themselves. And prove to the world once more, America can be relied on. We stand strong with our allies. We have to remember who we are. We're the United States of America. We keep our commitments. We never walk away from our friends. And we sure as hell don't bow down to Vladimir Putin. I don't know if you caught it there, Nick, but he talks about Article 5 being invoked only one other time, and that was in the aftermath of, a, of, of course, 9-11. Hmm, interesting. And I have a feeling, Nick, that when we come back on the other side of the break, you know, Greg Reese just put out this a video this morning explaining how the CIA is actually uh, behind uh, they're admitting to trying to instigate war with Russia. So imagine this, Nick, if you will, as we get into Tinfoil Friday and then we talk about the motivations behind 9-11, we're going to talk about the truth of what happened that day. But remember, there's only been one other time in history when Article 5 for NATO has been invoked, and that was in the aftermath of 9-11. And I have a feeling, Nick, that after Israel had their 9-11, quote-unquote, on October 7th, we're inching ever closer to another invocation of Article 5, which is coming uh, in, once this war with Russia, I think, kicks off. And I have a feeling that they will be doing it right before the election. I, I pray I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. You know, you never want to be right about these things because they have huge consequences. But, Nick, uh, do you think we're, we're on a right thread here? Yeah, especially because he outright lied. He said, you know, Trump won't... Uh, say that it was Russia, and he knows. You know what? It wasn't Russia. The Ukraine's defense intelligence chief claims Navalny died of natural causes. This is a major headline. This is all over the news. So he's lying on purpose to get us into war. So I, I think you're right. Oh wow, the government lying to get us into war. Never heard that story before. <laughs> all right, we'll be back. Everybody, stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. If you've ever been frustrated or frightened by a cut or a nosebleed that won't stop bleeding or had an emergency where bleeding can't be controlled, you need Bleed Stop. It's a safe-in-the-wound, non-stinging, FDA-cleared powder that's clinically proven to quickly and easily stop bleeding even for severe wounds and for people on blood thinners or people with nosebleeds. My oldest son cut himself with a knife quite badly, and we had Bleed Stop with us, and we put it on the wound, and it stopped the bleeding. Bandages don't do much to stop the bleeding, certainly not if you're on a blood thinner. Bleed Stop works. Simply put Bleed Stop onto any cut or wound, apply pressure, and watch the bleeding stop. Easy to apply. It doesn't burn. It doesn't sting. Take away your bleeding fear. Bleed Stop absolutely works even if you're on blood thinners or suffer from nosebleeds. Bleed Stop is used in emergency rooms across the country. Bleed Stop only works if you have it on hand. Imagine what Bleed Stop can do for a serious cut. Find Bleed Stop by clicking on the Bleed Stop button on the 1360KHNC webpage. Get yours today. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. 9-11, the Podesta emails, Epstein Island, Hunter's laptop, the 2020 stolen election, 
What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more on Just Informed Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m. several interviews that he is well aware of how U.S. presidents come and go and U.S. policy never changes. For everybody listening on the radio, that was Vladimir Putin talking about how it doesn't matter who's actually running the government, that men in black suits with black ties show up with briefcases and tell the government what to do. It's not the people ruling the country who are really in charge. And he's referencing, obviously, the CIA. I'll, I'll keep the video playing, though. I wanted to say that because it was just the subtitles were on the screen. So that, that's what Putin was saying there. Here we go. Putin is well aware that it is the CIA who directs U.S. policy. And it is the intelligence agencies of NATO countries who have been covertly instigating war with Russia for decades. In the Tucker Carlson interview at the Kremlin, President Putin seemed to be speaking directly to the CIA, twice playfully hinting that Tucker is a representative of the intelligence organization. With the backing of whom? With the backing of CIA, of course. The organization you wanted to join back in the day, as I understand. We should thank God they didn't let you in. Although, it is a serious organization. I understand. Who blew up Nord Stream? <laughs> you for sure. I was busy that day. <laughs> Nate, it, do you have? Do you have <laughs> uh, I did not blow up Nord Stream. Uh, <laughs> you personally may have an alibi, but the CIA has no such alibi. And the CIA responded to Putin via their New York Times media outlet in the recent article, The Spy War How the CIA Secretly Helps Ukraine Fight Putin. The article admits that the CIA, operating through three different presidential administrations, has transformed the Ukraine into Washington's most important intelligence partners against the Kremlin. They have secretly trained and equipped Ukrainian intelligence officers over the past decade and constructed a network of 12 secret bases along the Russian border used to launch cross-border attacks on Russian territory. This means the CIA is responsible for the attacks on oil refineries and energy infrastructure. 
The article describes secret underground command centers established near the Russian border, financed and equipped by the CIA. A CIA program called Operation Goldfish enabled Ukrainians to hack into Russian military networks, break into satellites, and decode secret conversations. Two years after the 2014 Western-backed coup in Ukraine, the CIA set up training programs for an elite Ukrainian commando force known as Unit 2245. The CIA trained Ukrainian spies who operate inside of Russia, across Europe, and in other places where Russia operates. The article points out that this operation may have been hidden from Trump. While Trump's rhetoric was friendly to Russia, his administration of anti-Russia war hawks, such as Mike Pompeo and John Bolton, kept Western aggression moving forward, which is what Putin has been pointing out for years. Presidents come and go, and the policy never changes. The article says nothing about the several bioweapons labs that the U.S. admitted to having along Russia's border. Some of these labs were seized by the Russian Federation, who say they are preparing to release a report on them, but have so far remained silent. Putin has made it clear that Russia's actions in Ukraine was in response to decades of hostile U.S.-NATO military expansion on Russian borders, and the CIA is now admitting this to be true. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Well, there you have it, folks. Um, I wanted to play that report. Well, again, welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio with your hosts, Craig James and Nick No. Um, I, I mean, I wanted to play that because in context to what we're going to be doing here on Tinfoil Friday, diving into 9-11, I think it's very important to understand who uh, is still architecting these, uh, you know, global wars and, and a lot of these factions that we're going to be diving into a little bit are connected to the events directly of that day in September of 2001. So, I mean, Nick, you heard that report just like I did. What are your thoughts, instant takeaway from all of that? That I heard that the CIA and I could have sworn it said Israeli, uh, they were Israeli group was training them too in there. And, uh, that was kept from president Trump. You know, the CIA has been operating outside of the law basically since its inception, which is why Eisenhower warned about them. He warned about the military-industrial complex, too. Uh, It's just been a runaway rogue agency, not to mention they have the Safari Club, which is also a a parallel CIA that has endless amounts of money that basically can't be traced for the most part. And uh, they do whatever they want with no oversight and uh, no consequences. And that's exactly what we seem to be facing right now. And I think, you know, when you talk about Israel, it's such a sensitive subject because people have been trained to have this knee-jerk reaction that anything criticizing Israel whatsoever is anti-Semitic. And then therefore, you can't talk about Israel or the Mossad or their intelligence services integrated with our intelligence services uh, working clandestinely to affect outcomes which you know at this point we can see clearly where their uh, strategies are going to lead us and you know they may have whatever reasons they use to justify it amongst themselves or to whoever they may be accountable to but the truth is what it looks like now is that they're getting ready for war in Ukraine or war with Russia and they're going to be using Ukraine as the uh, spark that lights the powder keg 
So we're going to see what ends up happening. But everything that's being uncovered there is really a battle for resources, it seems, in Ukraine. They're trying to exploit the the wealth and resources of that nation, which people go, well, what wealth? What resources? I mean, I had Colonel Douglas McGregor on the show uh, a month or two ago, a couple months ago, actually, and he explained in, in extreme detail that some of the most fertile farmland in the world exists in Ukraine and that there's a reason why Russia and Ukraine both have agreed not to fight in that in the regions of Ukraine where, you know, the agriculture is, is because that is the resource they're fighting over that in, uh, you know, pipelines and, and warm water ports and, you know, a bunch of different things that are at stake there for Russia. And Russia's obviously been fighting against this westward or excuse me, eastward expansion of NATO up to the, up to and including their border. And then that report from Greg Reese detailing the establishment of these underground bunkers on the border, uh, on the Ukrainian side of the Russian border there, that they are using networks of highly trained Ukrainian, uh, you know, commandos to do uh, operations inside the border of Russia. And then that reminds me, Nick, as I hear that, of all of the the mysterious and coincidental fires at food production facilities here in America and at, you know, oil pipeline facilities and train derailments. I mean, it wasn't more than a year ago when it felt like every other week almost there was another train derailment, a food manufacturing plant burning down, a uh, oil and gas station, you know, blowing up, Mm -hmm. refinery fires and that kind of things. I mean, Nick... I think that people would be it's a naive stance to believe that we're not already in World War Three, right? Absolutely. The they're inside the wire. The enemy is inside the wire, which means inside the United States. Not only do we have through our government agencies that have been corrupted and infiltrated, but we have actual uh, large amounts of people from nations that came all together. For example, the Chinese, I'm sure that they have shoot, you know, um, you know, probably what thirty thousand people in here. So thirty thousand recently came through. That's just recently. I wonder how many different sleeper cells there are. You know, and and uh, you know what's her name? Well, dude, um, hold up. Think about what in in California, where they found that that bio lab in California that was full of rice or mice. Excuse me, rice. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Mice that were uh, experimental lab rats, essentially that were being, uh, you know genetically modified to carry infectious diseases and and covid among other things that story just seemed to pop up and go away i think it was in a town called uh reed california and i covered it extensively here on the show when it happened but you know as quickly and and the only reason they found it nick was because a building inspector in the town there i think it's called reed or reedley something to that effect california uh, saw a hose poking out the side of a building uh, that was looked like it was abandoned, and they went to inspect it, and they found inside of it a lab that was being run and owned by a Chinese national who uh, was essentially doing, you know, experimenting with infectious diseases on, you know, hun- thousands of mice that were there, and they had samples of all kinds of infectious diseases, and you, you ask yourself, you know, at what point do we realize that this this war is actually happening clandestinely behind closed doors, or you know, right in front of us? But they're hiding it from us, obviously, to keep the public from panicking, right? 
Yeah, and the most bizarre part about all of it is that they're hiding it, and their excuse would be to keep the public from panicking, yet they're the same people that are bringing the people in illegally the, the, yeah, and, and making this vulnerable. That's the ultimate irony, right? That would be the ultimate uh, question that is hard to expl- or question that's hard to answer and, and thing that's hard to explain is, okay, so you're telling, you know, we see all this stuff happening, and, and let's say they're keeping it from us for that reason, and then they're the ones doing it. That's interesting, but... I wanted to talk about that to kind of be a lead-in to what we're going to be covering here uh, shortly on Tinfoil Friday with 9-11 because, you know, I, I believe that World War Three probably started around 9-11. The, the wars in the Middle East have been the uh, the first battles of it, and now it's it's it was only a matter of time before that fire of war spread across Europe, and it has. And now we're in the middle of it, and, and it seems like we're definitely going to be facing some difficult times. Is that a fair assessment, Nick? Yes, Craig. That no matter what happens from this point forward, it's going to be a, a difficult experience for everybody. Absolutely. We're going to have to be prepared. But we're going to be hitting a break here in a minute. So when we come back, I really want to start our Tinfoil Friday deep dive into 9-11. A lot of information to unpack there. I'm very, very much looking forward to getting to the truth of what happened that day, but more importantly, understanding the the why. You know, that's always the thing that I think uh, interests me more than anything else. We know to a degree how they did it. Uh, It is the most incredible thing ever where you have a a coalition of around 3,600 architects and others, engineers, who have come together and, and basically signed a petition uh, calling for a deeper investigation into the events of 9-11 because nothing, uh, hap- nothing that happened that day followed the laws of physics to, to, or, or, you know, the engineering principles that would have suggested it happened the way the official story is, right? Planes don't take down towers. Fires don't make buildings free fall collapse. But there's even more to it, like you said, with what was being stored inside of those buildings what would make them the target and uh it has everything to do with the the intelligence services and a lot of evidence about things they were involved in so we're gonna come back we're gonna dive into it on tinfoil friday i hope you guys are ready the red pills are gonna be passed out and the rabbit holes will be explored and we have thankfully our sherpa Nick No to help us <laughs> navigate the caves. We'll be back uh, when when after the break. We're going to get into a deep dive on it. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. Hey folks, The Rev here. Urban Survival is more than just a well-stocked pantry. It's preparations for contingencies that separate winners from losers. Be sure to attend the Longmont Survival Expo March 2nd and 3rd at the Boulder County Fairgrounds. It's Northern Colorado's premier event featuring thousands of survival products and subject matter experts. The event will be held in the Exhibit Building at 9595 Nelson Road, Longmont, Colorado. Phone number 970-581-5231. See you there. 
Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TehiboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TehiboTeaClub.com. Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return? that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-Y-REFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-Y-REFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. Suck punch somebody on a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool at the food Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No, And today is Tinfoil Friday. You guys know every Friday we do a deep dive uh, down the rabbit hole, taking the red pill, and explore some information that usually is of an esoteric nature that the uh, public is not normally aware of, information that they don't talk about openly often, and certainly information that you're never going to hear uh on fake news mainstream media outlets uh, and that is being censored and curated so that you can't get to the truth on platforms like youtube facebook and uh, instagram and all the rest so that's what today's show is we're doing a deep dive into 9-11 and i have a number of um different pieces of information that i really do want to dive down deep on and i guess one of the things we'll start with is an interview that took place back in uh during i think this was 12 years ago alex jones did a 9-11 interview that was deleted from most of the internet um and this is something that you're probably going to want to listen to as a good introduction uh it's about two minutes let's go ahead and start here with this clip
Joining us is Richard Gage. A few years ago, he founded Architects and Engineers 9-11 Truth. It's got thousands of members now, and it's made international headlines across the world. Hundreds of television programs uh, have uh, basically tried to debunk Mr. Gage and, of course, failed because he is a prominent architect, and he's got physicists, architects, engineers. It's over 1,500 now that are speaking out. And he's in Toronto for the truth hearing. So we're going to talk to him about that in a moment. And then I'm going to get his view on the video we just played earlier. You know, we interviewed more than 15 people in Austin randomly and asked, what do you think of Building 7? And showed them on an iPad, the building falling. And all but one said, looks like controlled demolition. Uh, where Architects and Engineers is right now, uh, what these truth hearings are, uh, and uh, where you think 9-11 Truth is going 10 years on. Well, there, as you mentioned, um, I'm representing 1,500 architects and engineers, now 1,560 actually. And um, these are demanding a real investigation of the the destruction of the three center high-rises on 9-11. And um, the people in the street understand that Building 7 is a demolition. And I want to tell you also that every architect and engineer that I talk to, almost without exception, really, um, when they see Building 7, they agree it is a controlled demolition. And then they're just shocked. Their, their jaws are open. They're, they're receptive to hearing the evidence about the Twin Towers, which, of course, unfortunately, is, has, is replete with um, evidence, science-based forensic evidence, uh, documenting its controlled demolition. I guess that's a good starting point to understand what happened that day. The official story is that hijackers took control of several uh, a major, airliner, major uh, airline airliners, jets, and flew them into different targets around the country in one of the most highly coordinated uh, and most highly complex terrorist attacks ever known in the history of mankind, I would imagine. And they successfully were able to use two planes in New York City to destroy three buildings, one of which was blocks away and not hit by either of the two planes. Nick, just starting there. And by the way, I want to let the audience know, you can call or text. If you have anything you want to contribute, the line is open. And the phone number is 877-536-1360. Again, 877-536-1360. Make sure you let us know what you think there. And if you want all this information, I've posted on my X and Twitter accounts, uh, account at just informed, the number one, at just informed, the number one. You can also, if you're watching on the live stream, let us know your thoughts in the comments below or in the live chat. We want to hear it. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. We need your support and help in that regard. But, uh, Nick, you know, just starting there at, at point, I think that's the point you have to start out with with 9-11 is trying to, to tell people, hey, did you know that there were three buildings that collapsed in New York City and only two of them were hit by planes? And one of the buildings they told us collapsed from a fire <clears throat> and it's the only building in the history of modern skyscrapers to have ever collapsed from a fire. Is that a good starting spot, Nick, for, for just context? Yes, all three of them were the first ones to ever happen, and they all fell 
right into uh, themselves into their footprint at free fall speed, which is terminal velocity, which which is what happens when you reach uh, terminal velocity, and you just fall at a, a constant speed. If you dropped a billiard ball from the top of the World Trade Centers, uh, even Building Seven, uh, from the time it started to collapse until it hit, it was uh, into its footprint. The uh, it was almost exactly free fall speed, which is physically impossible. Um, and and so. Building 7 is a very important focus, as you said, Craig, because it was not hit by anything. And somehow there were there were uh, fires on the floors of the most sensitive areas in Building 7. Um, so, you know, I naturally we were researching and I went to go look up information on what happened to the gold that was under the World Trade Centers. Um, and, uh, you know, there's several articles. No one really says exactly what happens to it. And then uh, but uh I know what happened. The FBI never found the gold, and I know that, that I know personally somebody uh, who has firsthand knowledge of this. And um, there was a bunch of gold that went missing. So, okay, going over to all the things that were lost. So there were 21 libraries inside World Trade Center, including uh, that uh, uh, of the Journal of Commerce, records belonging to the Security Exchange Commission, Reuters news agency, and Los Angeles Times reported that. Uh, 3,000 to 4,000 active cases were lost for the SEC, including ones that uh, relating to the agency's investigation into investment banking, divvying up uh, of hot shares of initial public offerings during the tech boom of the 1990s. Files belonging, this is World Trade Center, World Trade Center 7, files belonging to the Central Intelligence Agency, which had a secret office on the 25th floor of uh, seven World Trade Center and the Secret Service, which based more than 200 agents in its offices uh, uh, there in the same building. And seven, the world's uh, seven World Trade Center building was north of the main towers and was not directly hit by the attack, but collapsed later in the afternoon. And uh, in the days after the attacks, the CIA Secret Service sifted through the debris that had been uh, carted off to Staten Island landfill looking for lost documents. By the way, the biggest crime scene in history, and they're already taking all of the evidence and getting rid of it. Yeah, that's a big red flag. Um, and uh, hard drives of classified information intelligence reports. So they went to go check the landfills to see if they were in there. I mean, how incompetent do you have to be to, to be taking that sort of stuff to landfills or even allowing people to get rid of the debris before you investigate? Okay, so active cases for equal opportunity were lost in there. And uh, U.S. trade documents going back to the 1840s were housed in the library uh, of the U.S. Customs Service in World Trade Center 6 and the uh, the offices of Emergency Operations Command Center for New City of New York, former Mayor Rudy Giuliani and city officials were criticized for the decision to house the center at uh, 7 World Trade Center, even though at the time it was being opened in 1999, the World Trade Center site had already been once targeted in the 1993 bombings. Let, let and me, it gets, goes further. Here. We're hitting a break. Okay, and when we come back, we're, we're going to dive deeper on this. Everything you're saying, Nick, people need to understand. If you follow this thread, it unravels the whole thing, and that's what we're trying to do here, uh, get to the bottom of it on this Tinfoil Friday. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you about Rudy Giuliani's high-tech lair inside of World Trade Center Tower 7. Welcome, or <laughs> stay tuned. We'll be back.
A lot of radio stations can boast about having two, three, even 500,000 listeners. But what they don't tell you is that their average listener only listens for four minutes. And if they're listening to music, they're constantly changing the channel. Same old boring commentary. Or as soon as a commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have some of the longest continuous listener minutes in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial as soon as a commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss one second of their favorite programs. Advertise with AM 1360 KHNC and have your message heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We have the best rates in Colorado. So call us at 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. Are you looking for a simple, powerful way to boost your health and wellness? Gruska C60 Oral Supplement detoxifies your body at the cellular level, supporting brain, muscles, joints, organs, and nerve function. Joe's been taking C60 in sunflower oil for six months, and it improved his chronic joint pain and inflammation. Visit c-60.com. Or call 720-600-6040. Tell them Naturally Inspired Radio sent you. Hi folks, this is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. Just Form Talk Radio with your host Craig James and Nick No. Today is a special episode, obviously, Tinfoil Friday. We're doing this deep dive into what happened on 9-11. And Nick, you were going down a very good thread, and we want to get to that in just one second. But one of the things you mentioned as we discussed the, the collapsing of the towers that day and the, the very irregular uh, series of events that took place that led to three buildings collapsing with only two of them being hit by planes uh, one of the things I think is worth talking about a little bit more in detail, I have this article, and this is all, all this information we're going through here today essentially will be available on my Twitter slash X uh, uh, account, which is at just informed the number one. And I posted this article over there, but I want to talk about it. It's Rudy Giuliani's high tech lair, which uh, is talking about this, what they dubbed at the time this article is from 1999 nick so we're going way back uh what they dubbed at the time his private bunker it was a 12 million dollar project located on the 23rd floor of world trade center tower 7 it is uh, a, an incredible feat of engineering it's a command center that takes up a sprawling 46,000 square feet in the building just north of the world trade center um this is all coming 
after the 1993 terrorist attacks, they wanted to create a facility meant to coordinate the responses of at least 50 city, state, and federal agencies to all sorts of disasters. This is a, an article written again by uh, Greg Sargent in 1999. He's, he's describing what the purpose of this $12 million bunker inside of World Trade Center Tower 7 was. 46,000 square feet, like I said, it was supposed to be able to coordinate responses from 50 city, state, and federal agencies, and uh, it really was meant, it was surrounded, and, and here's some interesting facts. The center, according to the article, is surrounded by a hurricane wall. It's made of bulletproof material, but not because officials are afraid of snipers, but because at 23 stories, the facility is vulnerable to flying debris. Hmm. That's an interesting. This is 1999, by the way. This is this is two years before 9/11. They were worried about flying debris. Why would they be worried about flying debris, Nick? I, I'm interested to know that. Maybe they they knew something was coming. Um, but they they go on in the article to say why the bunker was built in the sky rather than underground. Interesting. It says, according to administration officials intimately familiar with the project the brittle water mains downtown could have endangered an, an underground facility had we put it underground there was a water main break we would have multi-million dollar swimming pools what they said in order to enter the center it had a high level security system with card and code access only and when you enter it, you, you see a U-shaped consoles that are broken down into clusters from individual mayor, mayoral agencies and a serious emergency. The facility could hold as many as 100 top city administrators. They also had their own water system and cots for commissioners to sleep in the center who would need to work uh, the night to deliver city from, you know, all these things, but one of them listed as terrorist attacks. Hmm. The center also had its own power generating system. It had its own food storage with canned fruits and vegetables for long-term uh, occupation. And it had a, a, its own cafeteria on the building's third floor. Um, and that's kind of the, the, the description of what they made there in that building. But what's interesting, Nick, this building was – or this, this fusion center was constructed two years – three years basically before 9-11. And they did a major renovation uh, structurally to create this 46,000-foot center, which, Nick, I wonder what you could do two to three years before 9-11 with a major structural renovation of a building that took up 46,000 square feet, which I think is the entire 23rd floor of the building, a key structural point in the building where we saw explosions that precipitate or preceded the collapse of building uh, World Trade Tower Center 7. World Trade Center Tower 7. Um, maybe that was when they planted the explosives, Nick. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely, and um, that that's a really good working theory. And I, um, you know, I, I know that there's more to it too. You know, of course, the um, the guy who is in charge of uh, the Rudy Giuliani's Office of Emergency Management from 1996 to the year 2000, during that that period you're talking about when they did the major renovations. Um, you know, he, uh, his name is Jerome Hauer, and Jerome Hauer um, oftentimes was uh, 
was seen uh, with uh, a private security team, you know, private, quote, security team. Um, and those are the lead suspects in placing the explosives there. I mean, what what better place could you have? I mean, imagine this, too. They have all the resources for you to stay there, you know, for a very long time, a water system, air filtration, of course, and uh, lots of stored food there. So, I mean, shoot, you could have the same team living in there for a couple of years that would be uh, – Prepositioned and no one would even know. You know, <laughs> there's plenty of time uh, that way to and, and ways to do it. So, uh, Howard told journalist Sander Hicks in a phone conversation that Larry Silverstein hired a private security team on his World Trade Center complex. And guess who that security team is, or the security company that ended up being uh, in charge of the World Trade Centers? It was actually George Bush Senior's cousin. Um, and that was omitted intentionally from the 9-11 report. Wow. Well, we're going to hit a break here in about 20 seconds, and I want to read the texters. We have some great audience out there, 877-536-1360. Uh, somebody from the 505 texted in and said, Buildings condemned after 1993. It was an insurance scam, too, not just Pentagon and gold cover-up, etc. They talk about the war starting in 1913, referencing the Federal Reserve. Great contribution. We also have uh, our friend Sandra sending in a video from YouTube of Dr. Judy Wood talking about uh, essentially where did the towers go. And I think this is going to get into stuff that I want to cover too, which is they talk about directed energy weapons possibly being involved. There is some some substance there that I have some infer- interesting information on. But, again, Tinfoil Friday, we're diving in 9-11. Stay tuned. Just Informed Talk Radio. We'll be back. What type of financial advisor are you looking for? A lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products, but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you? Most advisors are unfortunately one-trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in. Most of the time, your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you. You want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your hard-earned dollars. I'll work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, Joe Jaquin's son, someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, 602-909-9048. Hello, everybody in Northern Colorado. You're all looking good. I knew you would. (laughs) Keep listening to AM 1360, the roar of the Rockies, the best station ever. You are listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. The Rockies. 
this is Rod from PCs and Parts. We are located in Loveland at the Orchard Shopping Center. I just wanted to let you know, not only do we fix and repair and build computers, we also have a great lineup of security camera systems. In today's world, we need every advantage we can get when it comes to security. Call us at 970-203-0696 or find us at PCsandparts.com. That's 970-203-0696 or PCsandparts.com. Something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down And that's exactly it. Stop. Everybody look what's going down. And that's what we're doing here today. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. It is Tinfoil Friday. Uh, your host, Craig James and Nick No, we're breaking it down. Nick, uh, I know you were going on a, a good path with what you were covering. Um, you can either take it from here. We got a short segment for our, second, for our last break, uh, which will bring us in an hour or two. Or I can certainly keep going. I have a lot of information. So it's, it's your call. All right. Well, um, you know, I want to bring up a couple of other things that uh, people may need to know. So an, an Israeli instant messaging company, Odigo, admitted that two of their employees received instant messages warning of an impending attack two hours prior to the first plane hitting. So this is a, a, a text message system, and uh, it's a, a feature on its service is the passing of messages through a search feature based on nationality, such as Israeli. Knowing two particular Jews were uh, forwarded, it's uh, very likely um, that it was passed to the other Jews, considering that only four th out of the 4,000 Israeli Jewish people believed to work at the World Trade Center towers, only one of them died that day. And Odigo has offices in New York and uh, hers. Herzliya, Israel. Herzliya happens to be the headquarters of uh, the Mossad. And, uh, you know, that's a bit strange. And uh, there's a lot of other stuff to go to that went on along with this. Um, you know, I have think you ever that heard, have you maybe ever heard Larry Silverstein's story about why he wasn't in his office that day. He was supposed to be there, by the way. And his story just it never rang very true to me. And he, he has this whole explanation of how his wife made him go to a doctor's appointment that morning and that she insisted that he go, and that's why he wasn't there. He was actually supposed to be there. Um, and we all know uh, Larry Silverstein owned the trade centers and took out the insurance policy on the trade centers right before they were attacked and collapsed. So that's a fascinating thing. But go on, Nick. Yeah, and, and he always went to his breakfast, too, which is the strangest thing. He really, you know, it was his ritual. He would go into the building every single day, um, you know, uh, to w Windows on the World, a restaurant, every single morning to eat. That was and he the didn't go that day. on the top floor, right? Yeah, and for some reason he didn't go that day just because his wife wanted him to go to uh, a doctor's appointment. It was really important that day, and it, whoa, it's, wasn't that just so odd? Um, 
how that worked out. And he took out a large insurance policy on the World Trade Center properties weeks prior to the attacks and that explicitly included terrorist attacks. Pictured, uh, you know, picture that. You know, this guy is just one of the luckiest people alive. He, he just takes out this insurance policy for terrorist attacks. And he just coincidentally on that day wasn't there. Um, you know, it's, it's a bit peculiar. It's a, it makes you raise an eyebrow. Absolutely. We're hitting that break. So here we go, folks. We got a lot to cover, a lot to cover. Hour two coming up, Just Informed Talk Radio, Tinfoil Friday. We're going to get deeper down the rabbit hole. A lot of information. We're going to try to pack it in as best we can and get you what you need to know as, as far as it goes with regard to 9-11. Everybody stay tuned, though. Got a lot more to come. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back. What's going? You better stop now. What's that sound? Everybody look. What's going? You better stop. This is Rick Rodriguez, host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, the New World Order, Secret Societies, One World Religion, Weather Warfare, International Wars, Transhumanism. Join me, 1360 KHNC. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs. From rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet, our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHNC, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Stuart Varney, and this is the Fox Business Report. Elon Musk, who helped found artificial intelligence startup OpenAI, is suing the company and its top executives, accusing them of abandoning the founding mission to benefit humanity. The lawsuit accuses OpenAI of transforming itself into a closed-source de facto subsidiary of Microsoft. Shares of New York Community Bank Corp are down 29%. It has revealed accounting issues and other problems with financial reporting, and it installed a new CEO. Whirlpool, known for its washing machines and refrigerators, is about to cut costs because demand for big appliances is softening. Whirlpool will step up its lines of smaller appliances, including mixers and espresso machines. It also makes the KitchenAid brand. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Jimmy Coselda, invested in you. Success. It's discipline, it's teamwork, it's the drive and confidence and passion inside of us that comes before all recognition. It's the best of each of us, made better by the best in all of us. It's what Stiefel has been doing for over 130 years. And it's why Stiefel is one of the fastest-growing global wealth management and investment banking firms in the industry. Stiefel, where success meets success. Find a financial advisor at Stiefel.com. Stiefel Nicholas & Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. 
Hello, friend. I'm Jeremy Sladen, the head coach and founder of the Warrior Mind, Body, and Soul Experience, or Warrior MBS for short. There's a good chance that you're looking to level up with some needed improvements in your physical, mental, or spiritual life, or maybe you need a complete reset in all three. Either way, there has never been a better time for you to make this move, and here's why. Because the world needs you badly right now. Our culture is in full-scale attack mode on what it even means to be a man. Testosterone levels have dropped by 50% since the 1940s, and true masculinity is retreating into these pathetic spaces. Now, all this gender bending has men questioning who they are and how to fulfill their sacred roles in life as fathers, husbands, and community leaders. Warrior MBS is all about unlocking and unleashing these kinds of men. Go to warriormbs.com to check out the program and set up a live chat with Jeremy today. Again, that's warriormbs.com. Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement would look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com that's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com or call 888-Y-REFI-24 You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25% just call 888-Y-REFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258, My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off compound. Pound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com. That's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. Or call 888-Y-REFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-Y-REFI-24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them Joe sent you. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network.
Welcome back to Just Inform Talk Radio. It's hour two of Just Inform Talk Radio show. I'm your host, Craig James with Nick No. We're on tin, we're in our tinfoil Friday uh, bunker right now, exploring the truth about 9-11. Um, you know, it's always interesting to go back and look at these things. I referenced at the top of the uh, first hour that we are seeing something happen across the world. Uh, a shift in the global paradigm that we've been, uh, you know, the, the global world, new world order, if you will. And it's good to go back and look at historical events and examine what the official story is versus what the truth is, Nick. And for everybody out there listening, if you want to call or text 877-536-1360, we, lo- we welcome any information they want to input. But Nick, I have a series of information I want to share with the audience. Uh, and and if before that, though, is there anything else you want to do finishing your thought from hour one? Sure. Um, so Frank Lowry, owner of Westfield America, in May of 2001, Westfield paid $127 million for a 99-year lease on the retail area beneath the World Trade Center. Lowry was a member of the Golani Brigade and fought in the Israeli War of Independence, and he steered clear of 9-11 that day. And then also, uh, who authorized the lease of the complex of Silverstein is Louis Eisenberg. He's the chairman of the New York Port Authority, and the New York Port Authority document that actually established it was it was lost in the World Trade Center uh, uh, fire. But they're all high-ranking men in the anti and the Jewish, also in the Anti-Defamation League and United Jewish Appeal. Um, and I could go on and on. It's it's all kind of connected that way, but there's other pertinent information to cover, um, such as, uh, look, check this out. So thousands of negatives of photos taken by John F. Kennedy's personal photographer, Jacques Lowe, which had been stored in a safe deposit vault in five World Trade Center was lost. Uh, I wonder what was in those photos. And then um, you also had... Let's see, uh, numerous artworks, a private collection of businesses um, to, to include, uh, you know, uh, Picasso and uh, Roy Lichtenstein and, and some other artists that were in there. And, uh, you know, there's there just seems to be a lot of records and, and things that, that uh, basically could have gotten some people in some serious trouble if someone were to look into it and in in this situation there actually were investigations into um you know sec investigations into bad trades and all kinds of stuff and uh, 2.3 trillion dollars was announced missing the day before 9-11 donald rumsfeld goes on tv and says 2.3 trillion dollars is missing and guess which place in the pentagon got hit by the missile well plane they say but the missile the fortified uh, accounting department, the forensic accounting department at the Pentagon. You guessed it, Craig. Ding, ding, ding. What well, are the odds of that? Well, we talked about this last night, and we, we kind of went into a long conversation about all this stuff. And what I think is even more fascinating is you talked about that office in World Trade Center Tower 7. Uh, thousands of SEC file, files were basically disappeared that day with the collapse of that building along with what we understand now may have been other files. This may have been a repository for uh, a large amount of classified information that was being held as part of ongoing investigations similar 
to the information that people allege was being held in the Oklahoma City Federal Building before it mysteriously exploded days before Hillary Clinton was going to go under investigation for her involvement in the Whitewater uh, illegal trade scheme that, that enriched her and her husband. But even going further, mm-hmm. that could have uncovered dealings between the Clinton cartel and the, the intelligence agencies that were helping them run cocaine through Arkansas and, and, and the whole drug trade that we know took place there to fund these black budget operations. And what I think is fascinating, Nick, is that when you understand that, that a lot of evidence was destroyed, that day, you have to also take into context that what was what was the, the overall um, result of 9-11? It was it was the fusion of all intelligence agencies with all these separate the SEC and they all came in, together uh, under this new department called the Department of Homeland Security. Right, which was established after 9-11. And that's, it, it, people go, well, why would they destroy all these files? It, they are the ones that have them. you got to remember, before 9-11, a lot of these agencies worked independent of one another. It, it's not like it is today where they all inter, they're all interoperable as it was, you know, newly. This, that's a new thing, right, Nick? That, but the SEC would yeah. have had investigations it was running independent. The FBI would have had, in, you know, things it was running independent of intelligence. And these were separated. And 9-11, the overall result is, you know, fusing, the fusing of these, and these uh, services and, and agencies together so they share, you know, intelligence. But really, it's just a way for them to, you know, these intelligence agencies to keep track of what investigations are taking place so they can monitor and then do what they have to do to to get rid of it right yeah and the cia doesn't even they don't share they they set it up so everybody can share to them but they don't share anything ever like it's they even if they're think about it well why 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 well that's the why the why is they needed a way to convince the american people i mean we go beyond the gold and and the war all that stuff they needed a way to convince the American people to not only sign away their freedom with the Patriot Act, but also to give them a pretext to come in and say, okay, we need intelligence sharing among all agencies throughout the government. Again, a way for them to monitor what the SEC is investigating and, and have the SEC forced to share it with the FBI and the FBI share it with the CIA so that they can, you know, if you're opening an investigation into shell companies that are, you know, doing bad things and those shell companies are being ran by, you know, clandestine services here in the u.s that are trying to fund black budget operations they needed a way to get that together right nick yeah and and they you know uh, on top of that the the capstone to that is that brian ettinger it's a former chief of staff and attorney for uh, joe biden was uh, a board member of the international crimes task force that uh, worked with interpol and everything so he would know and they put the fox in charge of the hen house you know? That's exactly what it was, and then, and then you bring in like Mossad, Israeli intelligence, and their their operations working with our clandestine services. It just looks really bad, Nick. We're going to talk about that and more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Yes, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Let us help. Listen to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show Saturdays at eleven, right here on AM thirteen sixty. 
Hello, friend. I'm Jeremy Sladen, the head coach and founder of the Warrior Mind, Body, and Soul Experience, or Warrior MBS for short. There's a good chance that you're looking to level up with some needed improvements in your physical, mental, or spiritual life, or maybe you need a complete reset in all three. Either way, there has never been a better time for you to make this move, and here's why. Because the world needs you badly right now. Our culture is in full-scale attack mode on what it even means to be a man. Testosterone levels have dropped by 50% since the 1940s, and true masculinity is retreating into these pathetic spaces. Now, all this gender bending has men questioning who they are and how to fulfill their sacred roles in life as fathers, husbands, and community leaders. Warrior MBS is all about unlocking and unleashing these kinds of men. Go to WarriorMBS.com to check out the program and set up a live chat with Jeremy today. Again, that's WarriorMBS.com. Mountain High Floors has been Northern Colorado and Southern Wyoming's floor experts for over 30 years. Whether you need new hardwood, sand and finish, laminates, or tile and stone, Mountain High Floors will give you the unsurpassed quality and service you deserve. We do residential, commercial, and custom work. Call 970-545-2844, mention KHNC, and get a 10% discount up to $200. Again, that's 970-545-2844. Oh, and again. Sebastian Gorka, if you're not listening to Swamp Fight, you're simply not listening. Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays at noon, right here on AM 1360. Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James with Nick No. Today is 10-4 Friday, diving into 9-11, the truth of what happened that day, Nick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the floor here for a minute, and because I want to get into the nanothermite theories and structural stuff, you know, with regard to how these buildings collapsed and how, how completely ridiculous the official story that they still want us to believe is, and how, you know, people like Richard Gage work tirelessly with over 3,600 now architects and engineers and physicists to debunk what the official story is, that, that planes don't collapse buildings. Uh, but and, and obviously the Pentagon's one thing where, you know, the, the, the one video they have, you know, you're talking about, Nick, just for a second, they want us to believe, Nick, that the most sensitive and probably most secure building in the world the pentagon had one video camera that picked up the plane hitting that day is it and you were telling me over the break about interesting things that were in the part of the building that was hit right yeah yeah and don't forget that the according to the black box the uh the pilots who were not even trained but also uh you know did receive training on a naval air force or naval base for me uh uh, and some other places, and that was their addresses listed. Some of the hijackers. This thing, this plane, that uh, he, basically it's a huge bus. Imagine that trying to fly a bus, and then this thing did a corkscrew, perfect 
maneuver, which is basically impossible to do anyway, physically, and then got two feet below the ground, or, you know, 10 feet above below the ground, went through the parking lot, um, and their wings did not look the... the the uh, light post there didn't even get knocked down, which were within where it should be. And if you looked at that freeze frame as you're talking about, and also the video camera footage was taken and never released from the surrounding buildings. But you can see in the frame they did release, there's like six frames or something. And instead of releasing the video, you, they actually have a full speed video. It's not some sort of every few seconds frame. And you can see the last photo in the frame, the tip of the warhead coming in, and that is unmistakable. That is not the the that is not yeah, the front I mean, of a plane. People say it was a that cruise is a missile warhead. and or some sort of early iteration of drone, obviously. And you know the interesting thing too is with that there was a gas station I guess across the street from the Pentagon that had a surveillance uh, set of surveillance tapes taken by. Um, uh, officials almost immediately and we've never seen that video that's interesting um yeah go, yeah. go and, ahead and look, there's a couple of talk about what you were telling me about uh, the, the the library in the pentagon okay so the case files from the this is also a really quick one uh case files from the u.s attorney of the southern district of new york was also all destroyed and then the materials in the pentagon library which housed five hundred thousand books documents and historical materials was hit by the quote nose of the plane that uh, crashed into the building and we know that that was a, uh, a missile so uh, and uh, they were damaged and the bulk of them uh, were restored but you know I'm sure the ones that were important to omit or get rid of were also uh, destroyed um, yeah okay so let me get in uh, I have I have stuff we can get into too if you want to take a break and get your stuff uh, organized a little bit there because it's like both of us here. We're, we're definitely getting into some stuff here. I want to talk first about the skeptics and debunkers. You know, people make these claims about how, oh, well, jet fuel and office fires can't melt steel, but they can weaken it, and steel loses half its strength at 1,100 degrees Fahrenheit. But the truth is that that argument intentionally ignores a key fact, which is that evidence of melted and evaporated steel was found at ground zero after 9-11 by many investigators and first responders, even though the fires could not get hot enough to cause this. Okay, and now I want to play a clip of uh, Richard Gage explaining what they've speculated on with regard to nanothermite and World Trade Center Tower 7. So let's go ahead and listen to this clip. Because a team of eight international scientists led by Niels Herrett in Copenhagen uh, finds... Uh, abundant uh, samples. Uh, they, they were given seven independently collected samples. Every one of them contained these red-gray chips, red on one side, gray on the other. The, the largest of them is about a sixteenth of an inch. And they, they go, wow, this is curious because it's attracted to a magnet, so it has a high iron content. Well, they get real curious now. They look at the red layer where the iron is, and they find in, through X-ray energy dispersive spectroscopy, uh, th that it contains iron oxide and aluminum powder, the ingredients of thermite found in what they thought was paint in all the World Trade Center dust samples. This is not good. They get real curious. They zoom in 50,000 times, and they find iron oxide rhomboidal-shaped crystals and aluminum platelets 
smaller than the diameter of a human hair, a thousand times smaller, nano-sized particles of the ingredients of thermite in all of the chips. That should not be. Uh, so they, they're set in an organic bed of oxygen, silica, carbon. This is organic material, which is put in TNT to increase the gas expansion to cause things to blow over, to not be knocked over in explosions. So this is what they've found here, uh, given that they're nano-sized particles, the surface volume increases exponentially. So they have engineered and the originators of this material found in all the World Trade Center dust engineered an incendiary, which works by means of heat to destroy steel. Uh, and they've engineered it to become more explosive. So they find in their test, when they put these chips and ignite them in a heater, a differential scanning calorimeter, they ignite producing what? Molten iron microspheres with the same chemical signature as the molten iron microspheres found in all the World Trade Center dust samples by R.J. Lee, by the U.S. Geological Survey. So now they never identified where those spheres came from. They couldn't. They wouldn't. They didn't even guess. It was a huge mystery. But now we know where they came from. They came from these red-gray chips, as if we didn't know, because they're actually found attached to these partially ignited red-gray chips. Uh, so this is a self-repeating set of experiments, repeatable, uh, that corroborates uh, exactly where these spheres came from. In other words, how the World Trade Center came down. There you go, Nick. That talks about the nanothermite particles that were found as a part of the uh, investigations that went on for years after the fact. Now, uh, what are your thoughts on that, Nick? You have anything? Nanothermite is a patented military explosive. That is a patented military explosive. So it is impossible to get unless you're an intelligence agency or a military, a world power military. Well, think about this too. The official story never ever makes sense in, in any regard. And you have even here on MSNBC, they were talking about how the question is, how did intelligence officials at the Pentagon know they would get hit on 9-11, and why didn't they shoot down the uh, the the planes as they were coming in? And, and here is the official explanation on this, which, you know, you can believe this if you want, but here it is. The first time I heard the word terrorism out of any U.S. official uh, came shortly after the second plane had hit. And, uh, and I bumped into a U.S. military intelligence official, and I said, look, what have you got? And he said, obviously, this is clearly an act of terrorism. And then he got very close to me and almost silent for a few seconds, and he leaned in and he said, this attack was so well-coordinated that if I were you, I would stay off the E-ring where our NBC office was, the outer ring of the Pentagon, the rest of the day, because we're next. And it sent a chill down my spine. Well, that's interesting. The military intelligence officials just knew what was going to happen next, right? Hmm, interesting. And they yes, put Craig, that... and... Go on. 
Uh, sorry to interrupt you, but there was a spot where he we it it messed up the play playback stopped uh, right there. There's a little glitch when it was saying uh, the reason to not not be there. But um, yeah, isn't Wait, that strange? There, I didn't hear a glitch on my end. Oh, all right. It could be just uh, yeah. I mean, that might feedback. be you, or maybe that's the 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 ghosts in the machine, right? Um, <laughs> Let's see. I have other stuff, too. I mean, you talk about skeptics trying to question things like the U.S. was totally unprepared for 9-11 and had no idea terrorists would attack us like that, except you have ABC's Peter Jennings explaining how the U.S. government conducted multiple war games and emergency exercises simulating hijacked airplanes flying into the Twin Towers and the Pentagon, even though this type of kamikaze terrorism had literally never been done before. I'm going to play this clip real quick. I mean, this... It's a series of coincidences, Nick, that, that don't look good, right? Listen to this. We're going to take a closer look tonight at another example of where, despite the conventional wisdom, there were people in the United States who actually were preparing to defend against the kind of attacks which occurred here on 9-11. The North American Aerospace Defense Command, NORAD for short, has been defending the skies over the U.S. and Canada for almost 50 years, 46 to be precise. USA Today reports that in the two years before the attacks on September the 11th, NORAD conducted exercises using hijacked airliners as weapons. And one target was the World Trade Center. We knew he hated us. But there was uh, nobody in our government, at least, and I don't think the prior government that could envision flying airplanes in the buildings on such a massive scale. But that turns out not to be true. U.S. military planners did envision and practice those very scenarios. As reported by USA Today, the North American Aerospace Defense Command, NORAD, conducted exercises with fighter jets, simulating hijacked planes flown into the World Trade Center in the two years before the attack. There was also, by the way, wasn't there an exercise being conducted on 9-11 that was simulating exactly what happened, Nick? Am, am I correct in that? Yes, that's correct. And, and the people that were um, in the middle of the war game exercise, which is a weird coincidence. In Benghazi, by the way, there's a war games ex- exercise called Internal Look 12 going on in uh, CENTCOM. And then there's also one over in Aviano where the fighter jets were. What a weird coincidence. And then, uh, of course, you know, Dick Cheney took over. Uh, the command there and basically told them to stand down and it was it was him uh, that allowed everything to happen he personally was involved yeah yeah and um, there are other other very strange things and coincidences uh, people talking about how um, if there were local fires that induced the collapse of the twin towers it, it wouldn't have collapsed the way it did right and there are engineers who have explained this in excruciating detail i'm going to play this one right here something of this kind is what we should have seen when the top section of the towers collapsed onto the lower one the upper and lower sections should have mutually destroyed each other until all the energy is dissipated and the system comes to a rest what could not have happened is this a little tiny chunk of the building can't possibly fall and crush the entire structure below it. This is such a simple, fundamental concept that architects and engineers were astonished in seeing it totally ignored by NIST. This is high school physics, and our whole society is being led to believe that these fundamental laws of physics, hard science, don't apply anymore. There you go, Nick. 
high school physics could have debunked this, yet the official story still stands to this day. I don't know, Nick. I don't know what it's going to take, but people need to wake up. I know our audience is awake, but we got to wake up others. Don't forget and allow this to just go on unnoticed. It's just like the stolen election. If we don't continually shine a light on it, then that means they got away with it. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen, to the lotion, to the salve, to the retinol cream, to the tinctures, to the cocoa, to the coffee, to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360KHNC.com slash shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today. And I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. The globalists say resistance is futile. Will you choose to accept your slavery or declare your liberty? Find out how on Pac-Man and the Rev, Saturdays from 1 to 2. Sometimes the truth hurts. Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen, to the lotion, to the salve, to the retinol cream, to the tinctures, to the cocoa, to the coffee, to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360KHNC.com slash shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today. And I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. This is Mark Hall, host of the Come Out of Her My People show here on the Roar of the Rockies. Tune in to discover why, whether it's the law of the land or scripture, what you've probably heard it says is not what is written. It's time to come out of all of that.
Welcome back to Just Forum Talk Radio with your host, Craig James and Nick No. Today is Tinfoil Friday. We're diving down the rabbit hole. I have a lot more, Nick, uh, that we can get down into. Is there anything else that you wanted to bring up, though? Yeah, um, a couple of things. Uh, so there was, um, you know, who ran security at all three of the alleged hijackings at the airports? It was ICTS International, owned by Ezra Harrell and Menachem Atzaman, both Israeli Jews, and they were uh, run by experts in security and intelligence fields, and in Israel intelligence, that is. And uh, also they were at Dulles, Logan, Newark, and um, airports, and then on top of it. So right before, this is the most important part. So ICTS was also in charge of airport security when the shoe bomber, Richard Reed, boarded the plane uh, with a shoe bomb, allegedly. So a few hours before the Patriot Act was voted on, which was only days after the attacks, which means it was written far before in preparation, a few hours before the Patriot Act was voted on, it was edited to make foreign companies in charge of security on 9-11 immune to lawsuits. And those lawsuits would have gotten us some truth that I don't think they wanted us to understand. So I have a, a series of topics that, you know, you talk about. Richard Gage has done a lot of great reporting on this. Other people have really explained these things. But skeptics are continuing to, to try to debunk, you know, what people look at and see with their own eyes. For instance, the skeptics are saying that the bright metallic liquid flowing out of the South Tower before its collapse was molten aluminum from the airplane, not molten iron from thermite. And the, the truth is that the NIST, which was the organization uh, that, the, that was involved with the official narrative building, and other debunkers often bet that their audience won't do basic research and see that it's nonsense, uh, here is an explanation on that. This is, uh, there's a video. My name is Gary Warner. I'm a uh, mechanical engineer. I worked as a, uh, uh, in the project engineering department of the casting plant uh, of Elcan, the aluminum company of Canada, one of the largest aluminum smelters on the planet at the time. And uh, in that smelter, we turned aluminum oxide into aluminum, Mel molten aluminum. Molten aluminum is silver. It's not yellow, it's silver. It looks like mercury. The yellow molten metal that I saw pouring out of the South Tower uh, is indicative of molten iron. I was a bit incredulous when I learned that NIST claimed that the uh, molten metal was aluminum. I mean, it doesn't look at all like molten aluminum. It looks like iron, molten iron. That's what it looks like. And I've seen tons of it. We used to cast this uh, in Alcan. They still cast it. Down below, and you see molten steel. Molten steel running down the channel rails. Like you're in a foundry. Yeah. Like lava. Like, like, like lava. They actually melted beams where it was molten steel that was being dug out. And those those were first-hand eyewitnesses. One was an FDNY uh, chief, it looked like, and the other is um, a debris removal specialist who was there that day uh, on in Ground Zero removing debris. They all saw the same thing. They saw molten uh, uh, iron, which is far different. If the official story is that it was molten uh, uh, aluminum, 
I mean, the, the video that I'll describe for the audience out there is it showed molten aluminum. You can go probably in your backyard if you have enough heat and melt aluminum uh, and look at it for yourself. It's, it looks like it looks kind of like mercury looks. It, it looks silver, and it, it does not look yellow. When, it, when aluminum melts, it becomes silver, and the, the molten liquid that was coming out of the World Trade Center was obviously iron. So that's another part of the story that gets debunked there, Nick. I have more, though. Skeptics yeah, also— and iron— Go ahead. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry, Craig. But iron does not uh, melt at the temperature of jet fuel. Continue. Please. Right, right. So that, that plays more into the 9-11, um, you know, a, a lot of the theories that go behind all of that. And you know, a lot of this stuff, there's even like Dr. Judy Wood who talks about directed energy weapons. I heard that uh, from the show that comes after this one. Uh, which is the um, Patriot Talk Radio News and the Half Cup of Joe with Joe and Jason Jankwin. Um, Joe Jankwin and Jason Walker. Jason Walker uh, does a 9-11 show every year and, and talks about all this stuff and, and really goes into detail as well. So there's a lot of information there that, that we are, we're really getting into. Um, Nick, do you have anything else? I got, I got a few clips. I want to get them uh, lined up here. Okay, while well, you're getting those lined up, you know, I have some more some more questions about, um, you know, what else I, I found too, and and uh, one of the things I found is that, uh, you know, a hundred, how much, how many was it? There's over 140 Israeli spies that were arrested leading up to uh, the attacks that happened there, and. Um, and of those, they were they were in all the different types of government agencies that they got caught up in, um, and uh, dozens of them. There's 140 of them here. I got, and then some of them were posing as art students. They penetrated military bases, DEA, FBI, Secret Service, ATF, U.S. Customs, IRS, INS, EPA, Interior Department, U.S. Marshal Service, and various U.S. Attorney's offices, secret government offices, unlisted private homes of law enforcement and intelligence officials. Most of the suspects served in the military intelligence, electronic surveillance, intercepted, and or explosive ordnance units. And dozens of Israelis were arrested uh, in American malls, kiosks, selling toys, acting as a front for spying operations. So 60 detained suspects worked for Israel company, an Israeli company, AMDOCS, which provides most directory-assisted calls and almost uh, call or almost call records and billings services for the U.S. by virtue of these of its contracts with 25 of the largest telephone companies in the USA. So basically, they had the ability to uh, tap into phones. Israeli Mossad did using this company, and all the alleged 9/11 hijackers had fake IDs during. Uh, uh, you know, uh, during that, uh, a joint FBI-CIA operation against the uh, lead Patsy hijacker, Mohammed Atta, in Fort Lee, New Jersey, in 2001, the operation was photographed by Israeli agents and thereby compromised. So they, they, their operation to, uh, you know, to spy on them, the FBI, was compromised by these Israeli agents taking pictures of them, spying on them. So the, the Jews were providing cover for the future Patsy attacker team. So, um, you know, of that, you know, we had the dancing Israelis, a lot of people might have heard of. And, um, you know, they were uh, some of the only people that are allowed to leave the country after that. Uh, so they, they failed polygraph tests. And, uh, and uh, these dancing Israelis were caught 
filming in multiple places, different different teams even, and cheering the attacks. And the men admitted to being Mossad agents, and their names were uh, – these are fake names right here uh, – Savan, uh, Paul Kurzberg, and – Yaron Shamel and Oded Elner. They later appeared on Israeli talk show and claimed to be documenting the event. And CIA agent Robert Bayer confirmed their cameras were set up before the plane struck. And another group of Israelis caught were caught with uh, truck bombs and on around the George Washington Bridge. Uh, I'm and a, uh, I got to stop you there because we're hitting a break. And I want to denounce everything you said. That was all anti-Semitic. We can't talk about that. Uh, arrest Nick for anti-Semitic free. free speech you cannot speak that way nick you can't talk about these things uh don't arrest me though i i i love um the Mossad. they're great <laughs> i'm joking yes, i'm yes. joking no seriously there's a lot of stuff that needs to be investigated there but we're gonna get into that more when we come back stay tuned All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return. That's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888-Y-REFI-24. Tell them Joe sent you. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I mean, this is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. What a concept. I'm interrupting this commercial to let you know you can get our six-piece My Towels, regular $69.98, now only $29.98. Or you can save 25% on our brand-new kitchen towels made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Also, we have bath sheets, bath towels, washcloths, hand towels, and so much more. And the best part, with your promo code, your entire order ships absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code K. HNC. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all my towels. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. So go to MyPillow.com. Use that promo code KHNC. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts.
can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, with Nick No, and we are definitely going down the rabbit hole on this one today, 9-11. It is our Tinfoil Friday segment. We're kind of doing a deep dive into what happened on 9-11. We had somebody text in. Uh, they want us to check out the Toronto hearings in 2011, which were a comprehensive look at the science. And, yes, we definitely will be doing that. Uh, as I said before, I have some interesting information I want to share. Nick, you were getting into some interesting stuff regarding Israeli involvement, uh, Mossad maybe, these these very strange things that took place, which I, I was making a joke as we went out to the break, as, if that wasn't clear to the audience, that you know we have these – these laws on the books in different places in our country now where you cannot you know question israel it's all it's it's anti-semitic but it isn't when you just ask questions about people's involvement and they so happen to be associated with intelligence in foreign country like israel so that that i think i wanted to clarify uh i wasn't you know saying anything other than it's interesting that you know we have that situation here in the united states where uh you know, there's one thing that they don't want us to talk about, and it's that. Uh, so we have other stuff, though, I, w- I want to get into here real quick. Nick, I'll let you finish your thought, and uh, and then we'll, we'll go into okay. some other stuff. A couple of other very interesting facts. If you Okay, there's the show The X-Files, and then there were, there's a spinoff called The Lone Gunman. In the very first pilot episode that was ever aired, it's uh, – I, and, I, and this, this was aired – March 4th of 2001, the lone gunmen investigate the suspicious death of uh, Byers' father, a top-tier government agent, and discover a top-secret plan for a false flag operation to crash a plane into the World Trade Center. You can't make this stuff up using remotely controlled uh, uh, abilities to do that. Yeah, drones. And they they talk about, well, why would you do that? It's it's predictive programming, right? When they plant the seed of an event in your mind – uh, then it becomes more easy for you to understand it when it does, in fact, happen. And then you have a pre-programmed narrative in your brain that can associate with the events taking place. Everybody who was alive and, and of a certain age during 9-11, just like when JFK was assassinated, remembers exactly where they were. Nick, you've talked about how these moments in our lives are seared into our memory, and they are actually uh, uh, like a very – there's a very complex set of things that take place in our minds, right, when that happens. Yeah, it's called flashbulb memory, and uh, essentially whenever something really traumatic or very big in your life happens, um, you know, you you can remember all the details of what happened. Everybody remembers where they were when they found out uh, that the towers have been hit by planes, and uh, everyone remembers that. But, you know, for some reason, George Bush Sr. couldn't remember where he was the day of the Kennedy assassination. All right, so uh, Urban Moving Systems Incorporated was one of the trucks that with the Israelis that had explosives in it, and it had a mural on the side of it, and uh, it showed the Twin Towers getting hit by a plane with billowing smoke out the side. And uh, so they were actually detained, and they were working for Mossad Intelligence Agency, Urban Moving Systems, and uh, there's five Israelis there. And um, and uh, the Israelis were held in custody for 71 days before being quietly, quietly released. Yeah, and they, and they abandoned everything. They, they, I remember the story clear as day. They, they left their offices fully intact with everything in it, you know, they, they just left overnight when they uh, after they got picked up, interrogated, then boom, gone. And their building was still sitting there with the, everything in it. Right. 
Yeah, and, it's, and it, the more you look into it, the, you know, the listeners will find that Israel and the CIA were the people that ran the operation, and it, it, it was all very well planned. And it was to take away our freedoms. You know, think about well, it. And, and here, the let me, we're, Patriot we're, Act we're was passed. Time is a, is a crunch okay. here. People who go we're crazy, I want you to listen to this. On March 13, 1962, the Joint Chiefs of Staff put this document in front of the Secretary of Defense for approval from the President. This is a memo prepared by the most senior leaders in the U.S. military, some of the most powerful men in the country. And they're asking for permission to execute a plan, a plan to lob mortar shells into their own military bases with some damage to installations, and then to make hijacking attempts against civilian air and surface craft. They're proposing to blow up a U.S. ship in the U.S. naval base Guantanamo Bay, and even to conduct a terror campaign on American soil, exploding a few plastic explosives in carefully chosen spots. We're looking at a plan to blow things up on American soil and then to blame it all on Cuba. Cuban people have not yet spoken their final peace. This operation never happened, but it almost did. And that gets to a big question. Why would some of America's most powerful leaders charged with safeguarding our nation think that their duty would require them to lie to and terrorize the American people? In other words, why were they planning Operation Northwoods? Looking at this bizarre episode in American history, you might feel like this is a moment where our system worked. The reality is that the U.S. was one man, just one person, away from this operation happening, from a full-scale invasion. If JFK had lost the presidency to Nixon, would Operation Northwoods have happened? We can't say conclusively, but it certainly raises the probability. But what's more startling is that, outside of a few norms and some ideas about government, nothing fundamentally has changed in our government. The political military machine still runs on the same software it did in the 60s. If the U.S. government felt like it and had a big enough enemy, a big enough threat to American interests, it could happen again. And I would argue it did happen in 9-11, Nick. And that's it for, for us. We have one more segment. So, Nick, I mean, whatever final thought you have, let it go here. Well, uh, I want to bring up that uh, the P-TECH software systems control uh, the back door of uh, the software um, that's used by the government. And then we also have the MITRE Corporation um, uh, computer software that's also run by the Israelis. Um, and uh, and it's, uh, we also have that in our uh, infrastructure is run by Israeli software. Just putting that out there. Well, I would tell you this. Uh, we, we probably need about... 12 hours to really get all the details but we'll, we're going to come right back stay tuned hey honey i've been looking all over for you the radio says there's an emergency what are you doing down here i heard that too so i'm down here checking our preps making sure we got enough rocky mountain freeze-dry ice cream i hope we do we need rocky mountain freeze-dry ice cream it's so sweet and creamy comes in all the flavors i love and it's essential in an emergency yeah and it melts in your mouth they have vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, and a lot of other exciting flavors. It needs no refrigeration, and it lasts for 25 years. But I can't find it anywhere. Mom, Dad, I have something to tell you. I ate all the Rocky Mountain Freeze dry ice cream. No! no! 
Don't let this happen to your family. You need good snacks and treats for the moments that matter, especially when it's ice cream that doesn't melt. Go to RockyMountainFreezeDry.com and stock up on Rocky Mountain Freeze Dry ice cream and candy today. Again, the website is RockyMountainFreezeDry.com. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. You are listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. The Rockies. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James with Nick No. And, you know, as we get into the last segment here, Nick, I really want to uh, focus our final thought to, to give the audience kind of a summary. I wish we had more time. Unfortunately, that's just how this goes. Uh, eventually, we always run out of the one commodity that is uh, always in short supply time. Uh, Nick, final thoughts for the audience out there listening. And uh, then we're going to do our God's Grace Greater segment. Uh, I'd like to remind everybody that um, this this is just a handful of people who claim to be Jewish and uh, they worship Baal and Moloch, uh, you know, since ancient ancient times. And uh, most, you know, I'm saying almost all Jewish people are not like these people. You know, they're not evil, uh, and they're not like I said, they're not even really Jewish. So make sure that you understand that it's not all Jewish people. It is this group of people that are trying to take over the world. I like that. I mean, I agree with you 100%. You know, we have these conversations uh, all the time about that, that, you know, we got to identify exactly who it is. Yes, they may share some sort of identity that they want to, to use, but uh, truly, if people are doing the things that we're describing, it's it's pure evil. It's not of anything that is good. So great, great final thought. And, you know, I don't plan it because we just start things like we start the book of Psalms and we do each Psalm every day. Today's God's grace is greater segment is very interesting because we land on Psalm 55, which is uh, talking about betrayal by a friend. And I want to share this with the audience, but how serendipitous it is that God lands us here, um, you know, by chance or, you know, the plan, God's plan, whatever it, it may be, that we land here on Psalm 55 today for our God's Grace is Greater segment talking about betrayal by a friend. And we, the American people, have been betrayed, right? By the people who tell us that they are our friend, which this is the same thing that was happening thousands of years ago is what we're facing here still today. So let's listen to this psalm. It says, God, listen to my prayer and do not ignore my plea for help. Pay attention to me and answer me. I am relentless, or I am restless and in turmoil with my complaint because of my enemy's voice, because of the pressure of the wicked, for they bring down disaster on me and harass me in anger. My heart shudders within me. Terrors of death sweep over me. Fear and trembling grip me. Horror has overwhelmed me. I said, if only I had wings like a dove, I would fly away and find rest. How far away I would flee. I would stay in the wilderness. I would hurry to my shelter from the raging wind and the storm. Lord, confuse and confound their speech, for I see violence and strife in the city. Day and night they make the rounds on its walls. Crime and trouble are within. Destruction is inside it. Oppression and deceit never leave its marketplace. Now it is not an enemy who insults me, otherwise I could bear it. 
It is not a foe who rises up against me, otherwise I could hide from him. But it is you, a man who is my peer, my companion and good friend. We used to have a close fellowship. We walked with the crowd into the house of God. Let death take them by surprise. Let them go down to Sheol alive, because evil is in their homes and within them. But I call to God, and the Lord will save me. I complain and groan morning, noon, and night, and he hears my voice. Though many are against me, he will redeem me from my battle unharmed. God, the one enthroned from long ago, will hear and will humiliate them because they do not change and do not fear. God, my friend, acts violently and against those at peace with him. He violates his covenant. His buttery words are smooth, but war is in his heart. His words are softer than oil, but they are drawn swords. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. God, you will bring them down to the pit of destruction. Men of bloodshed and treachery will not live out their lives, out half their days, but I will trust in you. And I couldn't have said it better myself to all those who were involved with doing this treachery and betrayal of us, we, the people of this country, that is what is in store for you. You call yourself our friends, but in reality, you will be judged and you will be judged severely on that day when God makes his face known to you. And I want everybody to take that with you as peace and solace in your heart. Take courage as Jesus told us to and go out and do great things today. If you haven't accepted Jesus, now's your chance. Open your heart, repent and accept him and watch him do great things in your life. And if you have, take these words as hope and encouragement. I hope you all have a great weekend. Thanks to Nick No. Thanks to the Texters. Thanks to everybody. We love you guys. We'll be back Monday. Until then, Godspeed, and God bless each and every one of you patriots.